Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Forever. Dog. Find the truth. This week on the podcast. Fear Street Part 2, 1978. Welcome to Teen Creeps, the podcast that discusses why pulp fiction. I'm one of your hosts, Lindsay Katai. I'm another one of your hosts, Kelly Nugent. And we are talking about Fear Street, number two, 1978. The Massacre at Camp Nightwing. Hell yeah. Uh-huh. Directed by Lee Janiak. Yeah. And I believe she directed the first one as well. Mm-hmm. She directed all three. And then... Gotta say, excellent work, lady. I, I'm i a fan. Huge fan. Now. On board. Yeah. Um, and part two, the story was by Zach Olowitz mm-hmm. and Phil Graziati and Lee and Lee Janiak. Great. Excellent work, guys. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So we talked about the first one. We loved the first one. Mm-hmm. Uh, what did you think about this one? I didn't like it quite as much. I liked it probably about the same. Probably exactly the same as I liked the first one. The only reason I was a little less amped about this one is because for me, it was hitting a lot of the same beats. Mm. The fact that we were... We again had like... Oh, as the first one. As the first one. Mm-hmm. Uh, we again had all of the the Seraphir killers mm-hmm. going after yeah. our heroes. It was like, well, I've seen that now. And so mm-hmm. I'm not surprised by it. It doesn't feel like it's being heightened. Mm-hmm. And then the other thing is that instead of uh, Sam and Dina as the like, you're kind of abandoning me, you've changed. Mm-hmm. We've got sisters, mm-hmm. Cindy and Ziggy. And also Cindy and what's her face? Alex, mm-hmm. the like bad friend. Yeah, um, I did like their friendship, and I I always liked. I really the, did like yeah. the relationships. Yeah, but Me I just too. felt like we were hitting the same beats. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in the same emotional sense. I mean, there was the forbidden love between the sheriff, who mm-hmm. is now, baby sheriff. Yeah, baby sheriff, baby Nick, baby Nick, and baby. C, who we found out is Ziggy, which, okay. Were you, like, surprised? Like, I thought when watching it that we were always supposed to know that she's Ziggy. I wanted to bring this exact thing up. Because <laughs> when they were because, like, wait, wait you're, Ziggy? you're Ziggy? I was, I was like, like, yeah, yeah, she's been done telling this story the whole time, guys. Where were you? <laughs> like, so I was like, guys. She said, she's like, here's a photo of me and my sister. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess they could think that she's the other one. Or like, but were were they? No, because she finishes up and it's as though she told them the entire yeah. movie. Yeah. So I was, I swear to God, I wanted to bring yeah. that exact thing I up I laughed with out you. loud. I was like, what? Yeah. I, thought, quick, I always I'm gonna, thought. I'm going to do the. Um, please, please. The synopsis of please, the please. movie. Um, so Fear Street Part 2, 1978. The logline is Shadyside, 1978. School's out for the summer. 
and the activities at Camp Nightwing are about to begin. But when another shady sider is possessed with the urge to kill, the fun in the sun becomes a gruesome fight for survival. I guess the, you know what, the twist here, or not twist, but I guess like surprises here, Mm -hmm. were like, who is going to be the one that ends up being the killer at Camp Nightwing? You know what I mean? Like, we know he wears a bag over his head from like the first one, right? So, but- Continue. Oh, sure. Um, so like from the first one we know, okay, there's like this guy that wears like a burlap sack over his head and <laughs> kills people with an axe. And we know he's the Camp Nightwing killer. And yeah, we know he's the Camp Nightwing killer. I guess not surprise or tension, but I was like, I guess something I learned in this one that I think maybe like seemed a little different was like, oh, it's Tommy. Even though like we know from the moment that he's like not feeling well that he's the fucking killer. I was going to say the reason I didn't feel like that was at all a satisfying reveal is because one, we didn't know Tommy for more than like three minutes before before, uh, Nurse Lane is like, your name's on the stone. I Mm -hmm. was like, well, then I guess he kills everyone (laughs) because that's how it works. If your name is on the stone, Sarah Fear possesses you. The second that he... Yeah, the second that Nurse Lane comes out and like tries to stab him, I was like, oh. Bye bye, Tommy. I was like, bye, yeah. Tommy. I was like, she's right. Sorry. <laughs> I'm like, sorry, wrong side of history. We saw what happened with Sam. Does not work to no. try to save any- no. everyone. So you better just kill that stone killer. Yeah. Also, I think I, I really like 70s slashers, and this felt so much like and not only from like looks or it had that feeling and I think it's the kind of the same thing as the first one where it's like the soul of the movie feels like very consistent and present and like under I understand it as a viewer I'm like oh this is a 1970s slasher I do totally agree yeah because it had all of that like the the campers fucking each other and like mm-hmm. the bad campers and like mm-hmm. their like the guy dies instantly, the guy of the bad couple. And I think, I think, um, funny enough, it's like another one of the things that I feel like gets repeated in mm. two from one is that you always know who the killer is. Yeah, you always do. And it's always like somebody in a mask stalking you, but you know who's behind the mask. I, that, that again is like maybe my only criticism on this part of the. Trope. So anyway, what I was trying to say is whereas in one, I was missing the element of the books where it's like, who's the killer? Because we have mm-hmm. no red herrings. No. We have no. So like nobody's seems like they could be a villain and mm-hmm. aren't. Um, And so we're getting that again in this. But I do think it belongs in this. Yeah. Because in the 70s slasher, it's just like fucking unstoppable, unstoppable. man unstoppable. coming after yeah. you. And you cannot do any like yeah. just constant like stalking dread yeah whereas yeah. i think in the 90s one it would have benefited from yeah from a who's the killer yeah because almost in a in a 70 in, in a 70s slasher right it's usually like okay this like big hulking being mm-hmm that doesn't really move that fast, mm-hmm. but it doesn't matter. And it also doesn't matter who he is because the thing that matters is that he will not fucking stop. Yeah. And he and cannot it, be killed. Like you do sometimes get the motivation of the Hulking killer. Sure. But not like, always. Yeah. And so you don't need it. Yeah. <laughs> and so that fits the the genre. Right. Because he's like, sometimes it's like, because sex is bad and yeah. my mom 
made me feel weird about sex. So yeah. I'm going to kill all you sex teens. But like there's no there's no talking me out of this. There's no, no. stopping me. No. And it kind of doesn't really matter why I'm doing no. it. No. And so no. I liked that. And I think like, again, it's like, whereas it's my criticism or it's the reason I didn't like this one quite as mm. much, but I would have if they didn't already do that in one. Yeah. I think it needed to be in one. We didn't know who the killer was. Anyway, I'm going to be repeating myself right. on one, so I won't do that. But if you didn't if you didn't listen to the first one, I think we needed not to know who the killer was because then in this, you do know who the killer is and then they all, yeah. all of the killers come after you and that's how you heighten it. But we like, we already had that. And so it's mm-hmm. like, well, what is this really offering me except the genre shift? I think Sub-genre shift. I guess, according to what the character said, I guess we were supposed to be surprised about which sister Jillian is. I, but I thought that we her, were supposed to think that she was Ziggy the whole time. Like, hi, she's got auburn hair. And okay, maybe the maybe, and that's the other thing. Oh, like, you are right. That is what, and yeah. that's why it's like you don't know her. She has brown real hair. name, so that it's like, well, there's a Cindy Berman. That's the sister, mm-hmm. and we know and it's so C. Like, Berman. Oh no! Wow, you're. But I was like, Yanada. She's obviously the, the main character. You know what the problem was? The casting was too good because that girl looks exactly like uh, 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 Jill, uh, Jillian Jacobs. Yeah, she looks exactly like Jillian Jacobs. I, but they tried to disguise her by prob- having brown they hair. They have very different. Well, I thought it was just more auburn, <laughs> and you're like red. Your hair does change over the course of your life, but less so if you are like tr- a true red redhead, redhead, which yeah. the teen. Yeah, actress uh, is uh, Sadie Sink. Yeah, yeah, who plays Ziggy Verman, and she's in Stranger Things. Yes, as well as she is. Sam, um, she's doing a lot of period. So now we've got we've got two Netflix like stable actresses from yes. Stranger Things. Yes, <laughs> which I enjoy. Yes. Also, okay, you and I are freaking out about this mm-hmm. in a panicked way because. Jeanette from Cruel Summer is in this. The villain of 2021 <laughs> summer, fucking Jeanette, is also the villain of this. Chiari or Chiari? Yeah, Chiara uh, Aurelia. Yeah. I yeah. want this bitch to go down. Yeah. I'm like, I I hate her yeah. so much. Yeah. Maybe it's the, it's the characters, but at this point, I cannot separate it from the actress. No, I I'm feel like I hate you. I feel like my mom when personally. I'm like, I don't like that actor because he plays villains. Yeah. And I can't tell if it's yeah. like just because I fucking hate Jeanette and Cruel Summer. Like I fucking yeah, I hate, hate her every second. Yeah. Even when she's like supposedly nice. I'm like, no, you're a fucking this sociopath. I can see it. Yeah. You're a fucking fake. Yeah. Um, You're phony. So phony. And well, I don't and know like if that's acting, like. I think her acting style, I think, rubs me I the think, wrong way. Yes, same. Because it's a I lot of face I think she's very, acting. yes. That is exactly what I was going to say. Like in in Cruel Summer, I feel like she's doing a lot of the like eyebrow and blinking. Well, and there's a lot of voice acting like this. Yes. <laughs> and and in this one, I was like, she was going for like stoic bitch face the whole time. And I was like, but I'm not. No, exactly. Because here's the thing. You're doing a bitch face, but you're not being a bitch. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like your words are obviously bitchy. Yes. But she's acting the words, not the words don't matter. 
Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to our talk. Welcome to our workshop. <laughs> the worst on acting. Um, uh, you have to act the motivation and feeling not the words in the face. Yeah. Which the face will follow. Exactly. And she falls into the trap that like almost everyone falls in. And look, I'm not saying that I can cry on cue. However, mm-hmm. I can be a critic and sure. say that crying does not start with the eyes. Crying no. starts with the mouth. And I that's think- why you get. Crying TV starts from actresses, the throat. Yeah, crying yeah. like emerges from your diaphragm yes. to your throat, yeah, to your mouth, to your jaw, mm-hmm. your jaw joint, and then it hits the eyes. Okay, I'm not going to pretend. Whereas if you're like yeah. trying to like just make your eyes water, no, that doesn't work. Which is what Jeanette does on Cruel Summer, and I'm yes. like, stop it. Well, versus Kate Winslet in Mare of Easttown, where it's like oh, all mouth. It's the thing is right. It's like. You're letting the emotion build until it's spilling over mm-hmm. and then manifesting in whatever happens on your face and body. Yes. And I don't want to like pretend to be in like Jeanette from Cruel Summer slash uh, Sheila from this movie's mm-hmm. head. But like to me, <laughs> I just feel like people are going to be like, why do you care about this teenager? But like to me, I feel like she's as an actor, not okay with not looking good on yes. camera. Mm-hmm. And you have to be okay with looking like absolute shit. You have to be like Julianne Moore showing your entire fucking vagina on screen <laughs> because you don't care mm-hmm. because you are being, you're, you're being, being the, the character. character. And so that doesn't, shouldn't matter. Like you should yes. be like Kate Winslet, not giving a shit that literally everybody on Mayor of Easttown looks like absolute dog shit. Yes. You're doing, it's soap opera crying yes. versus, um, Prestige crying. Prestige crying. Exactly. And like no better example of this dichotomy Mm. exists um, than the one on Buffy. I was just going to say Sarah Michelle Gellar who comes from soap opera acting versus Allison Hannigan who like fucking kills it at crying. Yeah. And I think here's the thing. And I love Sarah Michelle Gellar. I think she's a great actor. She is. But she does the pretty cry but that was also a type of acting that was like so popular in the 90s like i feel like like her she did soap opera crying and here's the thing sarah michelle geller is very good at soap opera crying mm-hmm. whereas jeanette from cruel summer well, she never actually cried <laughs> is not like i, I never yeah. saw tears okay, she, doesn't she cry, was like changing her voice like, as if she was crying <laughs> but it like, never actually happened I mean, how many takes could they do? <laughs> they couldn't just be there all day. Also, it's a freeform show. Like, they probably, like, had to move on very quickly. Yeah. You're probably like, we have this location for an hour. And I know we should have gotten mm-hmm. it for more time, but we don't have the money. Yeah. Um. Anyway, we are talking about that. Yes. Quite a lot. But I no, no, just, no. like, I hate Jeanette so I much. I feel very strongly as well. That I can't help but, like, focus on her a little bit. And we're not yeah. going to be talking about Cruel Summer on the podcast. This is the extent of it. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So that's why we're hitting this a little yeah. bit hard, maybe. Yeah. But like, let's let this poor actress live her life. <laughs> look, 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 look. God bless. She's not really in it so much. No. And no. I will say that what she does do is like shocking. Yes. I was like, what the fuck? She's fucking burning her arm. The fact yeah. that she was just a fucking bitch. Yeah. I like that. And not a part of the evil. Yes, I, I, I liked it, and I was surprised by it. Yeah. The fact that she's just she evil. just sucks. She just she sucks. just sucks as a person. Um, it's funny because 
<laughs> maybe this like I like the type of like shipping that I like to do even when there is like potentially no chemistry between the characters especially because we've never <laughs> seen them together is kind of like um like doomed or like like angsty mm-hmm. which is why I really liked the the ship in the first um mm-hmm. one because that one's very angsty mm-hmm. so I like two different types I like very angsty right like you remind me of the thing I hate about myself like that kind of thing <laughs> and then like second in the second one we know that it's not going to end up well yeah because for... we've seen these characters yeah and that was the other thing yeah. is like she got a note from Him? Sheriff Good in yeah. the first one it's sitting in front of her they're in a l- fucking beginning of a relationship all through 1978 yeah how are we gonna be surprised that she's ziggy yeah it's fucking weird yeah i don't know what they were going i don't know what they were going for and i get it like i get that like the kids were listening to the story so they were seeing we were seeing it but like come on man i don't know yeah like like the fact that she's like so also, how is she telling the story? That's my other question. Is she like, there are two people. One is named Ziggy. Or she's saying like, well, my she's sister for sure did not this. giving the whole rundown because she never knew fully what the sister was up to. Yeah. Like, we are seeing more. So, but the fact that like, the kid, it's just, the kids can't be surprised by it because the viewer is not surprised by it. And so yeah. we get what happened where it's like, the kid is delivering it like it's shocking. And we're like, yeah, where have you been? <laughs> Yeah, and it's not a case of dramatic irony. Like, it's not it's not that. It's supposed to be a twist, I think. So I was, like, confused because I was, like, I, I went back it was and her. looked at the first movie, and I was, like, does Christine Berman get mentioned? And they didn't yeah. put it together. I they was, just like, say C. Berman. And also, why do they just say C. Berman? Well, so that was the other thing. So we learn that, sh- that Sheriff, Baby Sheriff Good. Baby Nick. Baby Nick Good tells the paramedics who arrive, they're like, what's your name? And she's like, <gasps> and she's about to say her name. And he's like, her name's Christine. <laughs> why did he do that? I don't understand. Like, to, to, why? Why would he, why? Because she wasn't answering. But why did he change her name to Christine? Because that's her real name. Her real name is Christine? Yeah. Well, then Ziggy what's her, is a nickname. What's her sister's name? Cindy. Cindy. Oh. Okay, so that was supposed to be okay. I misunderstood, and I thought he was trying to have her like talented Mister Ripley, her sister. No, no, oh. no, no, no. What we're supposed to be surprised by is that I her guess, name is Christine. Is because like I we see. only know her as Ziggy the whole movie, and yet we know the person talking is C Berman, C. Berman and the sister's and Cindy, name is Cindy. But like, ah. we're not stupid. No, no. We know. Who I mean, apparently, who. I'm stupid because I thought that. Well, that's Nick- not stupid. That's just like. You trying yeah, to, to make, make it, it make sense, sense yeah. that it's some yeah. kind of twist. Yeah. Question yeah. marks. Question marks. Just question marks popping out of your brain. Yeah. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Shipping can make or break a sale, so optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. They make it easy to automate and manage orders 
no matter how big your business grows. And they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code P-O-D. That's ShipStation.com with the code P-O-D. Uh, so, okay, so 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 the movie opens with, like, <laughs> poor C. Berman, a.k.a. Ziggy, running running for life and getting fucking clotheslined mm-hmm. by some mean boy and like truly hung from a tree yeah by i mean her yes wrists. by her wrists but, still. but she's being tied up to a big tree branch and hanging and then her arm being dangling burned. i'll say dangling 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 because her toes are kind of touching yeah and her and her underside the, the delicate skin Mm-hmm. Being burned by a lighter by this mean, mean Jeanette actor, <laughs> <laughs> Jeanette by Jeanette from Cruel Summer, and we know she steals uh, other white women's lives. So what exactly? Maybe there, maybe she isn't really Sheila. <laughs> she, the whole time, she's, like she got rid of Sheila. She got rid of Sheila, and she's like actually some dweeb. She's like, I used to be like yeah. Ziggy. That's why I, I hate her so much. Dweeb. I used to be from Shady Side, <laughs> and then I moved to Sunnyvale and took over. That was okay. That was another thing that I was laughing during this one a lot because the first one, the first movie, I think it's just there's only so many times that you can hear like it all just is fucked up for anybody who ends up in Shady Side. Yeah, like. I think you just get desensitized to mm-hmm. it because again, that's kind of like the main motivation for these for all these characters is that they hate Shady Side, mm-hmm. be it that that's where they're from or that's where or they're in Sunnyvale, right? Um, I was also <laughs> I was spending the movie going, why the fuck do they share a camp? Yeah, <laughs> they fucking hate each other. Also, it's the in, two towns. It's in. Shady side. So, like, why are these nice ass Sunnyvale people staying? Like, not nice, but like rich ass Sunnyvale people yeah. staying in the same camp? What wouldn't they have their own camp? Also, didn't wouldn't you- it be camp like? Yeah, Dove Wing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> also, okay. Did you feel like there were like ten Shady Side kids and like fifty thousand like Sunnyvale yes. kids? Well, it's because Shady Side kids keep oh, getting keep killed. Dying. <laughs> there are fewer. Yeah. Did you notice that they didn't show any of the children being axed to death by Tommy? Yes, I did <laughs> notice that. None of the child actors actually had to die. No, they just went off screen and then we saw like severed mm-hmm. arms and legs. Which I was glad of because I did not want to watch Dylan from Pen15 Oh get my his God, face Dylan hacked. from Pen15. Love Dylan. I love him. Yeah, I was like, you know, that's okay. Um, but this, this one was also pretty gruesome. There were a lot of... Um, Oh, that's another criticism of mine. Not as gruesome as it. Not, well, certainly gruesome because the fact that at the end of the movie, the killer just keeps fucking hacking away at Cindy's chest. I was like, I think you're good, bro. She's dead. It keeps happening. And then like the same with Ziggy. She keeps getting stabbed through her ribs. Yeah. And like having her breasts jiggled oh yeah i did notice that yeah i was like i don't need that (laughs) and i was like why so we've traded in just like like overkill kills Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. with something iconic like the bread slicer Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and like the iconic deaths from the book i didn't feel like we got any like truly creative deaths in this one which is more like a 70s slasher yes but isn't like fear street 
And honestly, not that every Fear Street book has an iconic death. Though. No, but I mean, we have a summer camp death that's one of the most iconic. Yeah, which do is that pottery, the pottery wheel. wheel. Like they could do a craft room thing and someone's mm-hmm. face could get fucking sanded off. That that's been cool. sick. I would have loved it if they used that. Yeah. Unfortunately, not Forged. the case. Because I think because they really wanted to keep that hatchet thing going. Yeah. Because he was holding the hatchet. Um, and so so we meet like uh, Cindy. Mm-hmm. Goody, goody. Who's goody, goody. And she and her boyfriend are virgins. And she and Tommy. Mm-hmm. And apparently she used to be friends with this bad girl. Alex. Alex. But then. Or Alice? Al- I think Alice. It's Alice, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm dumb. And apparently there's some kind of falling out, but we find out during like the climax of their friendship that Cindy basically like kind of got into some trouble and was like, I don't want to be a part of Shadyside anymore, so I'm just going to be good and I'm going to fucking narc on all my friends. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to just close myself off from the friends I used to know. And I'm going to just try to be good. Mm-hmm. And not a good. No. But good. Be good. Um, so that kind of like creates. Uh, th- that's like what kind of comes to. Uh, to Ahead. Ahead. Yeah. In, in their argument. Oh, there was With also. With both Alice and Ziggy. Yeah. Because Ziggy is like. Where's my real sister? Yeah. Like they've. Now they're like kind of distant. Mm-hmm. And oh, you know what actually was pretty gruesome was the fucking compound fracture of <gasps> oh, yeah. Alice's fucking leg. That was nasty. That was her nasty. Bone sticking out of her ankle. Also, like, okay, <laughs> when Ziggy, or not Ziggy, when Cindy was like, I'm gonna like splint your leg with a fucking knife, I was like, pointy. Huh? I was like, it's too pointy. <laughs> yeah. Um, a classic, you know, planting of like the red moss in the. Mm-hmm. You know what I Which actually you do see when they find Sarah Fury's body in yes. 1994. Yes, yes, it's completely covered. Mm-hmm. Um, and well, it must be coming from her. I think body. it's coming from, from her, her body and the devil stone that Alice puts her hand on. Oh my god! Alice- right, that's the devil stone. I don't know what the fuck that thing is. It's a heart beating in yeah. the ground. I was like, Alice, don't it touch that. Freaky. But she did. And then she sees, she can like see all the killers and see that Cindy's going to die. Yeah. 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 I I, I really liked that um, we got, I actually thought this part was like really uh, pretty skillfully done where at first um, Cindy is, so she's like cleaning the outhouses mm-hmm. and she's like very preppy looking. She's wearing like a little polo and like these pleated shorts and she and her virgin boyfriend are <laughs> cleaning the outhouses. I thought Tommy was going to be like a shitty dude at first he because wasn't. he's like putting the moves on her and she's yeah. specifically like, we talked about this and he's like, oh, okay. But then it, I guess he's like a sweet guy who just gets fucking turned. I think it's interesting Anyway, I don't want to repeat myself from 1994. But, <laughs> um, but I liked that we hint at the, so she she gets like that moss on her shirt mm-hmm. and she's freaking out and she's like, oh, it's stained. And at first you just think it's because she's like very persnickety, but it the shirt keeps getting like ripped and fucked up by like stuff that she encounters in the woods, like the the branches like rip it off. And it's kind of like, it's it's so many 
I thought it was really cool because it was a lot of different levels where it was like, A, she cannot keep that shirt clean because it's revealing itself to be like what it is, which is this like pale imitation of like what she wishes she could be. Mm -hmm. And that like it just represents to her her chance at leaving shady side Mm -hmm. which i thought that was like really cool that we find out that she like saved for months to buy this shirt and that's why she's like freaking out every time it like gets wrecked and then it just gets really wrecked when she gets stabbed in the chest a million times so many hacked 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 in the chest with an axe just Just like like over it over and over as though it's like cpr yeah 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 it's like that went on for so long. It went so long. Also, okay, I get that like Ziggy has to come back to life, but did you like, like how? Yeah, I was like, how is CPR how? bringing her back from being stabbed in the fucking pancreas like twenty uh-huh. times? I don't know. I mean, whatever. But like, I it I, was I, a lot. I had a, I had trouble. <laughs> I had trouble believe. I was like, how is she going to get back from this? Oh, CPR. Okay, if okay. you say so. Sure. <laughs> Yeah. Um, I guess like her heart stopped and they got it started, I guess. Yeah. I don't know how that fixes all those stab wounds, though. I know. How was that girl not bleeding out? I also liked, okay, so he's like, I can't be into the weird girl from Shady Side because, because like they have like a romance moment mm-hmm. where she's like, oh, is it true you can be into the weird girl from Shady Side? And he's like, oh, I must control myself and he's like i can't you're a camper and mm-hmm. i'm a, a counselor, counselor. <laughs> and she's like your first year and my and last, last year, year. <laughs> and he's like i still cannot but then i also liked that later when he's like touching her face the other counselor's like what are you doing that's yeah. a camper <laughs> i loved that guy he was like- also in mayor oh he's one of the friends that's why yeah. i recognized him mm-hmm. Yeah, I liked and I liked that moment because it was like so strangely like adult and romantic. And he's yes. like, I can't lose you. Yes. <laughs> it was like so passionate. Yes. Whereas before it's like I I really liked their conversation mm-hmm. actually where they were bonding. Yeah. And she was like, but secretly you like Stephen King and this and that. And he was like, Stephen King's like really popular. Yeah, I liked that too. <laughs> because when she said that, I was like, what are you talking about? Yeah. Well, it's it's funny because like I feel like it feels very um, not accurate, but like um, like pretty self aware that like this care like she feels pretty fleshed out where she like thinks she's very edge lordy, but she's mm-hmm. like not. Mm-hmm. So I liked that where he's like I don't know like it, Stephen King's like very popular. Yeah. Um, like, but he's I, like yeah. you don't like have. You haven't nailed me to the wall on Stephen yeah. King. Yeah, it's not like he's like, I watch Faces of Death every night. And like, yeah. it's not like that edgy. Yeah. Whereas like, Alice is cutting herself to deal with being yeah. a shady cider. Yeah. So sad. Yeah, that was sad. And I loved Alice. I really I liked, liked Alice her. a lot too. I really fucking liked her. I liked that she was trying to take these mystery pills that they found in the nurse's yeah. thing and they're just acetaminophen. <laughs> I, went all. I was like, that's great. Um, it just, this movie didn't feel, it felt so true to like a 70s. Yeah, I thought it captured the genre really well. Really well. I think if we had had them talking like actual 70s movies where they're like, oh, you, that's real sick, you know, that's just sick. Like how those <laughs> girls talk, you know, where they're like, oh, you have got to be kidding me, Tommy. Like that kind mm-hmm. of, which they talk more modern-y. 
Yeah, they're a, mo- a lot more like relaxed, and that might be truer to life, probably, but yeah. like less true to these movies. Yeah, yeah. Um, that would have been funny though. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, some of those seventies slasher movies, um, for a lot of the like conversations in between the characters, they're like pretty light on like actually scripted dialogue and so yeah it has superficial yeah and it has that really like easy flow because i feel like for some of them the director's like uh just i don't know talk about the mall (laughs) and then they just do Mm -hmm. um where it has that really like almost non-actor way of acting which i think is really refreshing because a lot of these people it's like their first role um which this obviously was like a bit more polished. It was like more written. The, yeah. The relationships are a lot more like emotional and yeah. established. Yeah. And I am a sucker for a sister story. Me too. As somebody close who's close to her sister. Yeah. Um, and so I, I loved that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I love the whole, like I love, like we've, we talked about this with uh, my best friend's exorcism, but like I love a, story uh, that treats friendship as importantly as romance mm-hmm. and i felt like it is the, the what ends up happening to both cindy and alice is so sad because mm-hmm. like they both fucking die like they yeah both and they're both die. trying to save other people yeah they both kind of sacrifice themselves yeah yeah alice fucking climbed up with a compound fracture in mm-hmm. her fucking ankle up a like rock wall thing uh-huh. through an a floor mm-hmm. only to be fucking sliced by Tommy. I was so sad. I, I liked that she got that moment where she's like, I'm dead anyway and I want to go out the way that I choose to go out. And she like goes to like protect Cindy but turns around and he's immediately there. Yeah. I was like, no, that's not fair. No. And also, like, you didn't really save Cindy because she dies, yep. like, in 10 minutes. And it's this, and the exact same thing happens to Cindy yeah. where she's like, run, Ziggy, and then get out of here, right save there. yourself. And they both get fucking yeah. filleted. Yeah. Yeah. Um, filleted. Just like chopped, like the so violence chopped. with which Cindy gets chopped, I was fucking loving. It was, it was so mean. <laughs> it was really mean. Like her body is fucking thumping. Like it's like, uh, uh, like yeah, boom. They and boom. they are both really living through a lot of it. Like she's they're talking to her, fully conscious, and like them holding. Oh my god, they're holding their hands, hands to trying each other. to reach each other. I actually got misty during this one. Mm-hmm. I got misty I, during the la- the first one too. Yeah, it got me. Yeah, that's the thing is, it's like. I only didn't like it quite as much because I felt like it was hitting the same beats. But as its own movie, mm-hmm. I think it's just as good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, and I really, mean, it, I, I will say that we do like all of a sudden it is like straight and white again. Yes, as opposed to the first one where yes. you get a little more representation, yes. both in queerness and race. Yeah, um, yeah. Which, but it, I, I don't really want to even defended as saying like it's true to the genre though because like no but who cares like yeah all of movies were too skewed towards yeah. white people and so that's like especially not an excuse for something made now but they're they put such a focus on it in the first movie that i was yeah. surprised by it well and i get that like ziggy's gonna be white because it's what's her name 
Jillian. Yeah. Why do why Jacobs. Do I, Jacobs. It's Jillian Jacobs young. Mm-hmm. So like, okay. And like maybe her sister's also white. But like. But also, did they have to be? Right. I mean. Did anybody have like to that's be white? It didn't have to be Jillian Anderson. Yeah. And Anderson. Why did you say Jacobs. Jillian Jacobs? <laughs> because like, yeah, exactly. Like Jillian Jacobs didn't have to be cast as that Is character. Gillian Jacobs? I think it's Gillian Jacobs. Jillian Anderson, Gillian Jacobs. Yeah. Gillian. Right. It didn't have to be Gillian Jacobs cast. Yeah. So, Yeah. It's not like they shot these movies sequentially. I don't think they did. It's not like yeah, they were it's like, not like, oops, we already cast it. And we yeah. can't. Okay, well, let's just go forward. Um, so yeah, I, of course, I felt like this movie didn't have as amazing of representation as the first one. Mm-hmm. Um, so that, I would say also that is another, that's maybe a reason why, actually, if the representation had been the same mm-hmm. for both, I might have liked the second one better. Hmm. Yeah. Only because I don't know. I just personally really like the vibe of seventies slashers, so I think that is like an easy buy for me. Where it's like, oh, okay, well, like I I like that thing, so that gives me ten points already. Right. Um. Even though I do really like nineties stuff too. Well, that's fair. I, I don't mean, know. Um. But yeah, I. You know who had an unforgivable wig? Who? <laughs> the cop. The cop. That, oh, did he have a wig? Yeah. That oh, man's oh, oh, part. Oh, not the, not not, not baby sheriff. No. Right. The, the cop. The, the cop who then who you see in 1994 as well. Yes. I thought that was very funny. How he was like kind of a nice looking dude. Yeah. And he's like, eh, be nice to me when you're my boss. And I yeah. was like, what happened to you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he has, so he has like a feathered middle parted mm-hmm. wig. But, like, it's one of those wigs where you cannot see his scalp at all. Well, like, they didn't pluck anything. It wasn't I was lace like, front. was this a choice? Yes. Because it makes him funnier. It does but make he, him like, funnier. He seems like this weird little cartoon character that shows up for a second and then yeah. leaves. Yeah. Like, just to reference the cop in the first one. It was just weird because it it was like a hat type wig. It yeah, was, like, it was very... Not, yeah fake looking it was uh hmm, maybe uh like as bad as the wigs in i don't know like cruel summer <laughs> <laughs> okay unforgivable wi- unforgivable wigs like in cruel summer uh unacceptable unacceptable so, like in here i in yeah in fear street 2 i accept it because it's kind of funny well because also it's campy and it's, it's like only know, him yeah cruel yeah. summer Mm-mm. no because here's the thing. Not okay. You're making everyone wear these terrible wigs. Mm-hmm. It's really not fair because one of the actresses is just like so beautiful and they don't really put her in very many wigs. Like mm-hmm. they just kind of do weird extensions with like dark, mm-hmm. you know. So she just always looks stunning. Yes. And then you put Kevin Smith's daughter in that fluffy bangs what wig. The fuck? <laughs> Why would you do this? It's so mean. And then Jeanette's short wig. Hat. Why? It's so just dropped on her head. And her curly hair. Oh, the curly hair wig. When it's 1993. Yeah. Yeah. Another like trilogy thing where it's different years. Yeah. But in Cruel Summer, it's like, why is, why is it then? Why is it? Here's my question. I mean. Especially when you're going to use fucking covers of the songs at the time. Yeah. Yeah. Don't. That's Why the other thing. That? The needle drops in these movies, in the Fear Street movies, oh, are 10 out of 10. Goodness. So but good. also, why so many? 
That, it is. That seems a little bit insecure to me. It feels okay. You know what it is? It reminds me of the movie Suicide Squad, not the remake. Yes, where it's like, yes. why are there so many? There is actually a reason why for that. Because wait for the, for, for Suicide Squad. Oh, 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 because they had the cut. Oh, yeah, they didn't like it because it wasn't Guardians of the Galaxy came out yeah. right then, and they were like, we want something like that, and so rather than like a typical film editor Mm -hmm. they hired a trailer house to edit the entire yes i actually knew this movie yes with the songs and so they edited it Mm -hmm. like they would a trailer with movie with uh with lots of needle drops Mm -hmm. i think i remember there so that's why it's like that and then it's extra funny then that James Gunn is directing Suicide Squad. It too. is. It is. Well, it's very <laughs> obvious where they're just like, let's just um, can you please just like make something fun? Yeah, and yeah, colorful. Well, because also there's like the whole thing, right? Of like they thought it was too dark at first, mm-hmm. so then they were like, let's make it more fun. But I actually thought the movie was at its best when it was what it was clearly originally supposed to be. Same with fucking Justice League. Yeah, Joss Whedon's Justice League is terrible. I haven't it seen it. It is so fucking bad. So fucking bad. Mm-hmm. And what he did with Cyborg Story is racist and unforgivable. Yeah. It feels racist. Once you see the Zack Snyder cut, you're like, oh, I think Joss Whedon is in fact fully racist. Oh, he's for sure fully racist. He, you're telling me that we're going... Butchered his story. Well, and like, you're going to tell me that, like, look, I liked Firefly. But you're going to tell me that we're in a world in which Chinese slang is everywhere, but there's not an Asian person in sight? <laughs> Excuse me? So, yeah, like, no, I, I fully yeah. think that he's fully racist. Yeah. Um, and then the Zack Snyder one was, like, long and Snydery, but at least it was, like, interesting. And Cyborg is the fucking heart of the movie. I think maybe. And it's not as, like, male gazy on Wonder Woman. Here's what I'm going to say. I think maybe because of the order in which you watched everything, you were feeling more forgiving to that movie. Although, did you watch it all in one sitting? Because I watched it all in one sitting. I watched it all in one sitting. I Here, emerged well, with the migraine. What I would say is it's not like I loved the movie or it's right. one of my favorite movies, but I was like, well, that was a movie. Yeah. That was a movie that like hung together. It was just so clear how wrong Warner Brothers' choice was. Yeah. Yeah. To go with Whedon instead. Because it's like, that is such a bad movie. And you yeah. had like a perfectly serviceable movie over here. Yeah. With a better well, story and better characters and better relationships between the characters. I get, I mean, again, I didn't see how bad things could get. You, you know? If you had seen Joss's yeah. first, yeah. I think that we'd be on the same page. Because here's, having seen just the Justice League, Zack Snyder, the Snyder Cut, just that I haven't seen anything else. Like I didn't see. I I haven't seen Batman versus Superman. I haven't seen. Any oh, of that. that was the other thing is I watched yeah. all of those in the lead up too. Yeah, and Justice League is a much better movie than also anything else that Zack Snyder had made. Yeah, Man of Steel is fucking ridiculous. Yeah, Batman versus Superman is a fucking mess. Yeah, and weird. I so I haven't seen any of those. Two. Boring. So I guess I I and haven't stupid. seen stupid like. So stupid. There is the stupidest fucking moment when Batman is super. Oh, thing, I know like, all the stupid moments. Why yeah. is Batman even this mad at Superman? Right. He knows better. You know that he knows better and yeah. it's stupid. But the fact that what makes him stop 
is oh, that they the both mom. <laughs> their moms have the same name. That is that is He's like, whoa, your mom's name is Martha. My <laughs> mom's name is Martha. Now I see you as a human man. That is so stupid. It's a bad movie. Yeah. And then Justice League is like, this is too long. I get yeah, I, and I it's mean kind of boring. My my criticisms were A, that it was much too long, B, it was very boring. C everyone's motivations were so now again. I haven't seen how shallow they can get. But in this, I thought they were very shallow, very nothing. Basically, they were like mother boxes. Yeah. We're going to well, talk I, about the mother boxes. We're going to hold the mother boxes. We're going to look mm-hmm. at the mother. I was like, I don't give a f- What are these mother boxes? <laughs> Who gives a shit? Well, I think the difference because I had seen all the other ones first and I'm like, those are bad. Right. They're bad. Exactly. Movies. You saw how Whereas bad it could be. Whereas with this one, I'm like, well, this just isn't for me. But like, yeah, it held together. It didn't have too many stupid moments. Mm. I was like, it didn't have... Those needle drops were pretty bad. It didn't have, our moms have the same name. Yeah, that's the thing. It could be worse. Needle drops? The needle drops in that movie were whack. I don't remember the music at all. Oh, man, at all. Okay, very strange. Not very... So, obviously, the Zack Snyder that started... Now we're talking about fucking Also, I, like, don't remember it very well. Okay, (laughs) so the... I think obviously the Zack Snyder that started making that movie is a different person than the Zack Snyder who came yeah, back to it. He lost his daughter. He lost his daughter, and like obviously, I I think the needle drops were not. I don't remember a single fucking one. Okay, because they were all weird covers. So like the first one that I remember very vividly, or not first sequentially, but the one that sticks out to me the most is that very, 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 very long scene where Aquaman's just like walking on a pier and there's like a lot of big waves, like big waves, big waves. Mm-hmm. And he's like so depressed. I don't know what he is. He's he's, he's angsty. So he's angsting out on this pier. He's like, oh, my mom left me. Right. And he's just kind of the like, ocean. I guess I have to go back in the ocean. I don't know if I want to be involved in this thing. World. Yeah. But the music is just like, I am the king. The king. And I was like, did you just like Google like songs with I am the king? That one. And then the song where, okay, again, I really fucking hate this version of The Flash. I oh my hate God. that character. I was so hoping that he was like. Not in the movie? <laughs> kind of. I mean, I mean, Dream World, not in the movie. Right. But it like cold comfort version right not as bad as he was in joss whedon right because i thought that maybe like oh well he's he clearly the very joss whedon yeah. stand-in character and so i was like well maybe a bunch of his lines were added by joss whedon no unfortunately not unfortunately not unfortunately not and then so when he's doing his like zoomy zoomies i fucking hate that guy i hate him so fucking i, much. I was like can he die yeah i can was we like kill the flash can please? we just have him be fucking obliterated yes um so there was that, like, so he's, like, zooming around, and this is the moment that he meets the love of his life, or rather oh, sees he- the love of his life. <laughs> fucking hot dog. And then, like, when he grabs the hot dog, and then the thing that grossed me out the most was I was just imagining, what if I were her, mm-hmm. right? And I don't know what's going on, but unbeknownst to me, this man, like, brushes my hair out of my face and, like, touches me, and, like, yeah, I would be weird. like, yo, <laughs> Yeah. We can't be together. <laughs> like I yeah. don't I don't care that like you think that we're meant to be. Yeah. Well, here's the thing is I 
there is so much to criticize in the movie. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All I'm saying is like, if you want to feel pretty okay about Justice, about the Snyder Cut of Justice League, watch all of the other movies first. Yeah. And then you see like how bad it can be. Yeah. And you go, you know what? That movie was fine. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's what I was going to say. The So the, the needle drop for that is like a very mournful song. When like, yeah, it's, it's I thought a it was weird mood. Weird. So I thought it was going to be like something, you know, fun or whatever. But Snyder is such an angsty man in general. Now. And then the other thing is like he also did like Sucker Punch, which is like a fucking. I've only seen scenes. I haven't seen the whole thing. But like gross and objectifying. Yeah. And so like. Maybe I'm just like, oh, I think he's grown. <laughs> so I yeah. want, and I would like to encourage that by not shitting on Justice League, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. And he, honestly, he, and this was the other thing, at least I, I didn't like the movie overall. Mm-hmm. I didn't like Watchmen overall, but mm-hmm. I thought at least parts of that were fun. And I thought the needle drops were fun and the music video-ish parts of it were cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think that's what I was hoping would happen with Justice League. Oh, did he do Watchmen? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So there's a lot of, again, needle drops. Yeah. Like he's a very music video-y type of guy. Yeah, he is. And so I think that's what I was hoping for from Justice League to at least have, that's the thing, that movie's not fun. No. Whereas what? at least some of the other what? ones were fun. Zack Snyder movie is fun. That's what I'm saying. Watchmen, some of the parts were fun. I mean. Moments. Moments. Like clips like basically if it was a music video yeah because also Watchmen itself is such an unpleasant oh absolutely book and just the the yeah the um source materials yeah deeply cynical and just really really brutal like the boys is pretty brutal mm-hmm. but there's a lot of fun to be had oh a lot of fun it's fun fucking love home well, so much the show is better than the comic yeah, I, I can feel the edgelordy watchmanness of yeah. the source material. Yeah. And I can like feel what they did differently, mm-hmm. I think. Mm-hmm. Um anyway. Homelander, one of the best characters. Homelander, fantastic. Uh, what really an amazing character. actor. Amazing actor. Um, Tremendous Kiwi actor. Yes. Um The Needle the the fucking song budget. How oh, for this. how much of the budget yeah. for the Fear Street movies were taken up by song licensing? Yeah. Because for Infinity Train to use Word Up in the first season mm-hmm. was like fifteen thousand mm-hmm. dollars. My theory is that it's much cheaper if you're only doing streaming than cable because I see contracts have not caught up yeah. to quote unquote new media. Yeah, not like at all. I got paid like a criminal rate for a couple of freelance scripts I did because mm-hmm. it is it was streaming considered only? yeah new yeah. media, but it's going to be on Apple TV Plus. So like so they're making a ton of money off fuck of it. you. Yeah. yeah. That stinks. Yeah, it really does. Um but yeah, there there are a ton of needle drops in this. Uh we talked about the needle drops I mean, in the first it's like one. Whiplash. It's not just like the, it's song the drops into song. are are yeah. appropriate. Yes. But it is you're getting whiplash. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like you said, going song to song, which doesn't make sense to me at all. No. Why? Unnecessary. Yeah. yeah. But I did like, I mean, I'm a sucker for uh, music that's incongruously happy when something scary is happening. I'm good with that. Yeah. Yeah. So I liked when uh, when Ziggy turns on 
the little radio thing and and like fun 70s music is playing. What song mm-hmm. is playing again? I forget. <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to start singing. <laughs> I forget what the song is. Um, yeah, but they're playing uh, that fun song while like Tommy's like stomping yeah. around going to go like chop everybody up. Um, Maybe it gets answered in the third one because unlike right now, it's like I watched one and two before we started talking. Before yes. we recorded. Yes, same. I haven't watched three yet. Me neither. So I'm really curious as to why Sarah Fear possesses who she possesses. Because in the mm. first one, it's like, oh, it was Sam because she disturbed yeah, Sarah's grave. Yeah, and her fell on. Yeah. Or but she didn't possess her. She does at the end. At the very end. How? But And how did. How and why. What's her and name why not did get? Ryan. Yeah, and why is Dina's nose bleeding too, but it has yeah. nothing to do with it. And so I think maybe it gets answered in three. My theory is that all the descendants of the people who killed Sarah Fear mm. get possessed. Well, that's because we also see that teaser. Yes, where it's played by all the same actors. I was so happy. Me too. I was like, yeah, I want to see them again. Yeah, and I want to see them in different contexts. Yeah. Because it's clear that like Ziggy was like a bitch. Yeah. In 1666. Yeah. Um, probably one of the people persecuting Sarah, who I don't believe for a second was a witch at first. No. Obviously. And we're also, we're familiar with the actual Fear Street lore. Um, and I'm really, really hoping they do Starcross lovers good and fear. Oh, they have because to. They if have they don't, to. How, like how and why and how dare they. Yeah. But... Yeah, I do like that they are still you still have the goods. And I think it's really interesting how they brought in Sunnyvale. Yeah. Um, How that all got tied together and like more of a like it added to the lore. Yeah, because the lore originally wasn't Sunnyvale. But like where the fuck is Simon Fear? The fact that there's no mention of Simon Fear, I have a bit of a problem with. I know. I'm like, I'm like, come on. Also, did anyone say Fear Street? Have they no. said Fear Street once? Is there a you Fear Street? You've got to talk about Fear Street. That's the other thing. We haven't even been to Fear Street. It's wild. We've been to Shadyside. Is there not a Fear Street? And also like They're Simon also, Fear, Nicholas Fear, Damien Fear. All of these fears. Are, where are fear. Where <laughs> are the fears? Um, so I guess we'll see in the third one. But I'm so excited for this third one. I think it's going to be the best one. I, A. It'll be so funny if it's the worst one. I know. <laughs> I, A, love something set in like Puritan times. I love, really love, love that each one is a different j- subgenre yes. of horror. I love it. I love it. Yep. One is like witch trials. One mm-hmm. is slasher. One is, um, I guess like, what is, no, what is the first well, one? Well, it is like, like 90s, 1990s high like school. Sc- screamish. Like uh, urban legend and oh, scream. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. Um, Man, I loved urban legend when I was a yeah, kid. Yeah, there is. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Disturbing behavior, the faculty. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, okay. I do think 90s was all about like teen high school yes. setting horror. Yeah. As with these books. I feel like in the 70s, teens were always going somewhere. Mm-hmm. They were like going to a cabin or mm-hmm. like going to camp or on a road trip. And mm-hmm. it's just like, oh, they encounter some like freaky guy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, And you get... Because you got to have a way that there are no parents around. Exactly. Mm-hmm. 
when with one the 90s yeah it's I just love like it. they're just uh, not dad's there. deadbeat they're just know. not there. here <laughs> yeah like they're just not around which it's is fine. how it is in all the books so oh yeah the books are like um like jenny walked downstairs and found a note from her mom out working late again yep. okay <laughs> found a note from her aunt i went on vacation for six months oh okay all right yeah um and so with, yeah with camp that's a given oh my god you know who i loved you yeah. Joan, the shady side counselor that wants to fuck that uh, white supremacist-ish guy. Uh, oh, yes. The Sunnyvale. He's like, but he's pretty shagadelic. Yeah. And then she <laughs> does fuck him. Yes. And he and she's like, just say it, that shady side girls like know how to fuck or whatever. And he's just like, <laughs> doesn't say anything. And she's like, I know it's true. <laughs> I, I like her a lot. Her. I like that he was like. We will always win because we always have. Yeah. And we always will. It's good versus evil. <laughs> and then she gets up and she's like, I mean, basically, we're like all winners already. Yeah. <laughs> she's like, as long as you try, we'll be winning. <laughs> like, really? We've already won. And she doesn't care. Like, people boo her and she just like doesn't care. She's like, that's cool. I'm high as fuck. Yeah. I loved her. I'm high as fuck and I love to fuck. Yeah. And she does. Uh, fear Street that. Fucks yeah. is shocking. I, like we had sexiness it. in yeah. the first one, but like full on thrusting nudity fucking. Yeah. And like I uh, was uh, like, uh, whoa. Yeah. I couldn't believe. And I said on Twitter, I was like, if the Midnight Club comes out and there's no it, it oh, does not fuck. Come on. Mike Flanagan has so much to answer for. Yeah. Cause because how dare you? Well, he does sexy though, doesn't he? In his his stuff, like people fuck, don't they? I don't know that I'd call it sexy. Certainly no, at Haunting of Hill House. Like, people romantic. are fucking, but, like, are they fucking? Yeah. That's the thing. It's, like, that... Is it that, lusty? That Is it gonna lusty be like teen... This? Yes. Like, I can't keep my paws off of you because the yeah. parents aren't Hormones. Around. Yeah. Yeah, everywhere. Because that was palpable. Especially Midnight Club. I mean, there's yeah. the scene of Ilanka and Kevin, like, just holding each other naked. Yeah. There's... The stories that Spencer tells mm-hmm. and um, Anya. Yeah. So. Yeah. And then I cannot wait to see which books they're using as stories. Yeah. And they're not all going to be existing books. Oh, really? So the, some of them are just like some new of them stories. are original. Um, but they better fuck. They have to. And not. I'm a prude. It's not like I'm like I want the sex scene. Yeah. It's just like it's true to the books. Mm-hmm. So. I'm okay if you bring in fucking. I'm not okay if you leave out fucking. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Because then that's not. You can add. You cannot take away. Well, also because the Fear Street books, while having, you know, gratuitous violence, were always pretty Puritan. Very sexless. Yeah. Like, oh. There's like he kissing and me. dates. Yeah. But they, they have no sex drive. And I mean, you couldn't, you cannot do a 70s slasher without titties being out hate you to can't. say they you have gotta. to be out and we saw full boutwain we saw that man's butt i couldn't Boutou- believe <laughs> <laughs> we saw his full boutwain he, he was walking away i was like <gasps> but his butt is out you've got parts in this there i are parts. believe i'm seeing people's parts couldn't believe apparently tiktok is a flame because there's a netflix show called shit sex life you know about this? No, but I, I, I've i seen bits around okay. Twitter of people talking about it. And so just somehow I knew that that was probably it. That because you I know it's a Netflix show. That you see full frontal peen. As on it should Netflix. Be. As it should be. I want to see 
the inside of someone's fucking vagina on I Netflix. Want full colon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I want someone I want, squatting over I a want camera. Upper yeah. intestinal tract. Yes. Yes. I want to come out, go in someone's boutwain mm-hmm. and come out of their That's, throat I, twain. I want I want full, full frontal organs. <laughs> I want a spleen. I want to yeah. see a spleen. I want to see a full screen. spleen. Spleens hashtag, on screen. Hashtag spleens on screen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I'm. I am shocked because Netflix. I think. Correct me if I'm wrong. Does not really do full frontal. I privates. have not known what they do either way. <laughs> I don't know what their yeah. standard is. Right. I know these Fear Street movies are rated R, and that's how they get to swear and show parts. Yeah. Which, you know, God bless. I do because most movies now yeah. do not go above PG thirteen, so that they can play to get more money. Every fucking country on earth. Yes, I think just snooze, snooze. Let Captain America say fuck. Yeah, you know, <laughs> let him say fuck this shit. Fuck this shit. Fuck you, Tony. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know what, Tony? Fuck off. Fuck you. Um. Yeah, I I want, but I just think. It's really difficult when you're having a killer on the fucking loose, stab, 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 and no one's saying like, oh, fuck. Yes, exactly. You know? It's not true to life. Yeah. That's why I like streaming. Yeah. Streaming is, uh, you can say fuck all over the place. Mm-hmm. Good fight. They say fuck. Yeah. It was shocking to me. <laughs> I was like, CBS All Access? Yeah. Wow. Christine wow. Baranski saying fuck. Wow. I'm just so desensitized to cursing i think well i am in real life but i was so acutely oh. aware of the difference between streaming and oh yeah yeah and on tv i'm still network. shocked yeah but i just mean it's weird to me like sometimes we'll read reviews on goodreads oh, or whatever i understand what you're yeah, saying when people yeah. are like i just couldn't believe that this character had such a potty mouth and it's like the fuck are you talking about yeah, personally i am so not shocked by swear words that it's like why is it such a thing right Exactly. Although there is this kid next door, and when we have that patio door open, Kelly and I are in person again. By oh, the way, oh yeah, we're in person. Um, first time it we have done it in person, just the two of us. Yes. Apart from our mini so yeah. we recorded the day we did yeah. Cool intentions. Um, so there's this kid next door who swears all the fucking time, <laughs> and there's just no way he's older than twelve. <laughs> And we've like, lived here for like shit. three years and he's just, he's swearing all the time when he's playing video games. So and funny. not. That's so funny. And it's shocking to me. Yeah. He's always like, ah, oh, fuck, fuck you, fucking fuck this, fuck that. <laughs> I'm like, you're a child. So I am still somehow scandalized by children yeah. swearing. Yeah. But adults swearing, teenagers swearing. You know, I, I it's Come funny because like normalized swearing. Remember, yeah, like remember like eighties movies fun. when like the kids were like grimy and they cursed. Mm-hmm. You know, it's because they won't make anything that's above PG thirteen anymore. They just won't do it. Do it, and it's it's all because it's money. cash grabs. It's, it's just all it's all money. about money and what they can market and yeah. getting the widest audience possible. Which is why I was and the really... whitest audience. <laughs> yes, <laughs> the whitest and widest. the whitest. Um. That's why I was so happy that the that these movies were rated R. Yeah. I was really happy. I was like, oh, shit, we're going to see some yeah. fucked up deaths. Yeah, good. Yeah. A horror movie's got to be R. 
it has to be. Spooky movies don't have to well, be. Yeah, art. you could do like gothic, like gothic mm-hmm. romance or mm-hmm. like gothic, just like spooky. But if you yeah, are doing scary movies, not murder, necessarily, but like horror murder yeah. movie. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, but people I'm are going to be crazy. Yeah, you, it's expected. How is somebody going to be chasing you with a knife and you're not saying fuck? Yeah, you're just like, uh oh. <laughs> always that's as hard as you can get saying but yeah <laughs> that's why so many pg-13 horror movies they say but a lot just all the time They're like but. oh but like oh butts <laughs> oh butts to this a lot of people's last words are like oh butts <laughs> um no you gotta go full r you gotta go full r um i with the moss thing mm. it getting on cindy's Shirt. Sure. Do you think that that's similar to the killers going after Sam's blood in the first movie? Like, is that essentially is the moss Sarah fears blood? Oh, I don't know. And that's what the spot. No, is <laughs> that's I fine. I don't think so because I think they were. I feel like it's a stand-in for her blood. You know what? I think maybe you're right because because for the first part of the movie, this was the other part that was confusing. So Tommy. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess they're different, right? So Tommy is like a new being that's possessed by Sarah mm-hmm. to go kill people, yeah. just random people. Yeah. Just whoever he can, as right. many people as possible. So that's separate from if you then get your blood on her bones, mm-hmm. then all of them chase you. Mm-hmm. But I think you're right that like maybe that's not what we th- – like sure, maybe – when you get your blood on there, they chase you. Mm-hmm. But also she's angry at like, yeah, why does she possess Tommy? Yeah. Why does she possess? what? Because they're clearly yeah. not doing, and maybe they will in 1666, but yeah. they're clearly not doing like if a good and a fear gets together, things go to fucking hell. Things go to fuck town. Things go to fuck town and fucking hell. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they go to hell and fucking. Mm-hmm. So why does she possess the specific people she You're probably possesses. right. It's probably well yeah cuz it we seems see those like actors Sam again. only gets on the list because she encounters her bones. Yeah, she lands in the moss. Mhm. But then She lands in the moss. Cindy doesn't land in the moss. Or Cindy gets moss on her, but her name's not on there. Tommy's name gets on there. And he doesn't really get affected by the moss. No. So it must be a descendants <sighs> thing. Because, That's my theory. Yeah. Cuz I think that we're going to see And I think maybe sorry, the first book or movie? Mm-hmm. S- s- what was her name? Um, Fraser, uh, Sam Fraser. Mm-hmm. It is muddying things because she a got her blood on the bones, mm-hmm. but b maybe is a descendant of like someone. Maybe. So I think she's double, which confuses it. So kind of like muddies. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, because because like are the are the Bermans in? Shady side in 1666? I don't know. That's a question I have. The Bermans, I don't know. I don't know. Because that's the other thing is that yeah, is it about descendants rather than goods and fears mixing? I don't know. Or are we to learn that maybe someone changed their name and they're like fears? That's another thing is because like the fears are evil. Yeah, and the goods are innocent. Supposedly. But I think Sarah wasn't evil. I think Sarah. I don't think so either. But I think yeah. now 
Like she is taking her revenge. Yes, she's evil which, now. Which is the case in the Fear Street sagas. It's Susanna yeah. Good. Yeah. Is unfairly right. persecuted. And so she curses the fears. Right. So it's very interesting that in the movie version, mm-hmm. the goods are the villains who live in Sunnyvale and yeah. run everything. I feel like that's the classic like trend though of like stuff that's being adapted now where it's like the villains, they've got a reason for it, you know, where it's like. Well, but my my theory yeah. with the movies is that the goods are the villains in, in 1666 yeah, too. Yeah, I think so. Is that they've just been the villains the whole time. Yeah. And that it wasn't that Susanna good. I don't think and Susanna is what's his face fear. Yeah. Nick fear? Got together, maybe Nick fear. Instead, it's like a fear was targeted by the goods. Yeah. And so Sarah Fear takes her and that's why it's called Fear Street. But there does not seem to be a fu- how do you have the fear We've street? We've never been fear to fear, fear street. street and not the street. Yeah. And they're I by think that's so Robert fucking Lawrence. weird. Robert Lawrence is so <laughs> that's so funny when we know his name is robert lobert so or robert robert lobert starlstein or oh, what did i say the l stood for leonard no oh robert leonidas stein oh, leonidas that's right <laughs> yeah he has many names i feel like from now on because they said robert lawrence and i think because landry tweeted this i yeah. think from now on he is robert lawrence stein yeah robert lawrence he's stein. either robert or robert lawrence stein full name yes, yes. no no more is he rl no, 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 no. Also, oh, uh, Michael Provost is in this, who I believe was in, is he? Oh, that sounds familiar, yeah. Yeah, he was in, let's look at his IMDb, because I recall him being in. In Halloween? He is was in iCarly. Was he in Woman in the Window? He, he was a, not. Were? I don't know, that last name sounds familiar, but not first name. Okay. He, wow, IMDb on mobile sucks. Here you go, all filmography. Um, he was in. Oh, you know, I thought he was in something. He's not. Provost sounds familiar, though. I know. Hmm. He was in Most Guys Are Losers, iCarly, Plan B, All Rise, Saving Zoe, Insatiable, Lucifer, An Innocent Kiss, Shameless, Chance. Yeah, I don't. Hashtag know Reality one. High, The Case for Christ, Six. Elbow Grease, Being Dexter, Memorial Day. Okay, and this is a bunch of shorts that you probably would not have seen. That'd be so funny if you were like, oh yeah, I've saw that. I've seen that. I've seen every single one of those. I'm very into independent film. <laughs> oh, it's Pleasant. It's Donald Pleasant's not Provost. Oh, yeah. That's why I thought it sounded familiar and <laughs> Halloween. Um, But yeah, that's the... Uh, do we have any other... Yeah, Donald Pleasant's played Loomis and is probably dead. Yeah, I think... Died in 95. Yeah. I got maybe a relative. I don't know, but it was Provost, not Pleasant. <laughs> Never mind. Um, do we have any? Did you see that I just accidentally opened Duolingo on my phone? I was trying to open that. notes, and the, and the <laughs> owl was like, ah. um, "Did you know that? Did you know hello in Spanish is hola? <laughs> yes, Duolingo. I'm like, I fuck know off. Did you know that Swedish is the most common language to be learned in Sweden by immigrants? Yes. Did you know that more knew. people learn Irish yeah. than actual oh, Irish, Irish speakers? And I'm like, yeah. And they're like, do you go? know you're making like, owl sad? Shut up. I'm like, fucking die, owl. <laughs> um, yeah, um, that um, was um, 70, 70. Oh, oh, I did just one last thing. Yeah. What did I want to mention? Oh, I think it's so interesting that Ziggy as an adult has have 
all of those alarms yeah to like remind her to do things yeah. or like and they they never really get into it but i well, thought it was a really interesting character quirk yeah and i wonder, like here's the alarms for the locks here's yes. the alarms to eat dinner yeah here's the alarms to feed the dog and I really, my favorite alarm that I noticed was video store. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I also was really curious about like, are we going to learn why that is? My guess is we will learn a little bit more about Ziggy, she, but I don't know yeah. how much more. Because I'm sure it's going to be like, like, we're still seeing in 94. Yeah. yeah. And then. Because yeah. they have to do something in 94 to Sam. rectify Sam yeah. and whatever happened in 1666. But they also have to figure out a way to keep the universe going, right? Yeah. Don't you feel like this could turn into a TV series? Yeah. Yeah. Well, because there's a million fucking one-off more, things. More movies. And, okay, here's my other question. Please hire me to write. I know, seriously. Here's my other question. Yeah. Uh, okay. So, I think, right, we'll probably also learn, like, why Ziggy, adult Ziggy, mm -hmm. like, what exactly happens to her? Because she was like, it never ends. You have to like. Yeah, I was like, how come you're not getting possessed? Right. Maybe. But her name never gets put on the stone, I yeah. guess, because she. No, but she does touch her hand. With the blood. Yeah. But I think that her name doesn't get put on the stone because the blood thing is a separate thing from maybe being a descendant. That's what we'll see. Yeah. So I that's my. Question marks. Postulation. Yeah, I don't know. There's some muddying going on that we're, we'll see. I, yeah, I can't quite get a handle on the lore and the the why of who gets possessed and who gets killed. I think we will find that answer in the 1666, hopefully. Not I on believe wood. so, yes. Um, but I really liked this one. I liked the first one. Mm -hmm. I liked it just not quite as much for the yeah. reasons I've stated. Yeah, I think I liked it as much as the first. I'm very excited for 1666. Me too. I can't wait. Um, thank you so much, everybody, for listening. We really, really appreciate you. Special thank you to our Patreon producers. Thank you very much. Aaron Fernandez. Amanda Nangle. Ann Dwyer. Ashley Fritz. Brian Petty II. Claire Moore. Courtney McPhail. Danielle Lamana. Danny. Ebony Collins. Emma. Emma Murray. Aaron B. Gabriela Santiago. Gianna Fernandez. Grace Armstrong. Gwendolyn Ludovic. Jeremy Cronk. Jessica Smith-Harper. Jessica Yu. Jonathan Venable, Sersha Descaro, Karen Lewis, Kat Miller, Kate Kabala, Katie Lilly, Katie Olsner, Keith Anderson, Kelly Burns, Christina, Landry Desmond, Laura Hooper, Luke Bartek, Mandalay Wolschlager, Megan Lozier, Melody, Micah Eunice, Miguel Camacho, Miranda Hester, Molly Marks, Noah Spargo, Rachel Bussert, Rashad Black, <gasps> Randy Clett, Rebecca Goss, Rebecca N, Rogue Kalahua, Sarah, Sarah Wallen, Sasha Gibson, Tristan Buckner, Victoria Beck, Victoria Gray, and Victoria Valdez. Thank you. Thank you so much. We really appreciate you. If you would like to become a Patreon supporter at whatever level you're able to give, go to patreon.com slash teencreeps. As you know, we have a bunch of stuff there for you. A billion trillion We started episodes. doing plays. Yes, we started doing public domain plays. Yeah. Which was very fun. Very fun. Mm-hmm. So that's, yeah, some of our, we have for $5 and above, we are doing two public domain theater episodes a month and have started incorporating plays. Yeah. In addition to mini-sodes and yeah. all that. Uh, but yeah, the plays are fun. Mm-hmm. 
Um, so thank you so much to everybody who who listens. If you can't help monetarily, tell someone about our show. Leave us a review on Apple Podcasts if it's nice. Um, mm-hmm. Follow us on social media at Teen Creeps Pod. Yeah. That's it. Thank you so much. We will see you for Fear Street 3. Although I think before that, we will see you for... Um, let me let tell, me you, tell you how, you how I, died. I died by Sinclair Smith. Hey, uh, let me tell you how I died. It's a doozy. Yeah. It's a, it's a, <laughs> it's a weird one. <laughs> it's strange. Um, so we'll see you then. In the meantime, get vaccinated. That Delta variant is looking to be a real bitch. Yeah, so get get the vaccine. Get the vaccine. It, it's so easy. It's, it's so super fun. easy. Not that bad. Side effects, not necessarily that bad. No. Um, and keep it creepy. Forever Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Kelly Nugent, Lindsay Katai, Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram at Forever Dog Team and liking our page on Facebook.